Welcome back to another Mercer Island High School sports broadcast. I'm seated next to Gabe and Amukfa here at Jungle Stadium. How are you guys doing today? Doing great. Doing amazing. That's pretty good. All right, so we got a really big game on our hands today. It is Mercer Island's senior night, very last home game of the season. And I guess that's really as much as I can say for this. It's such a big one, very last home game. Seniors, so many seniors on this team, so much potential. And just, I'm so excited for this game, especially versus Hazen High School. Yeah, absolutely. One thing I will say, I am a self-proclaimed middle-of-the-pack cross-country runner. I'm also a senior. Senior night is a really a bigger deal than I think everyone uh, that isn't a part of it uh, thinks about because it's not just the fact that, oh, it's senior night, there's a label on it, it's a bigger deal when you're walking through the halls with your friends. It's also that cousin that probably wouldn't come to any of your games, they're probably there to see you on senior night. It's your last home game of your entire high school career. For a lot of these people, it's probably their last home game for their entire soccer career if they're not playing at the next level. So this is a really big deal uh, for these players. They know how important it is to maybe see their have their parents go out and watch their last game, have it be a good one. So this should be a lot of fun to watch. A lot of great seniors on this team that we've seen grow throughout the years through this program, and I'm very excited to watch. And definitely. So if these parents, if some senior parents weren't able to make it to this specific game, hopefully they are tuning in here yeah. on 88.9 The Bridge. So, Amukta, I understand that this is your first broadcast and probably the first of many to come in the future. And I know that you play soccer for the high school. So what are you really expecting from this team, do you think? Well, I've seen the team play before, and they're really, really good. So I'm expecting a lot from them, especially since it's senior night, and they probably have a lot of expectation from themselves as well. Definitely. And, like, so the thing is, Mercer Island did come off a tough loss from Juanita, which is very... I guess sad because, hey, it's a loss at Juanita, and our, even our football team lost to Juanita. But I think the biggest game of the season other than senior night was one over Bellevue. So that is a big congratulations to Mercer Allen. They defeated the undefeated Bellevue is, like what I, is what I like to say here. So I'm very glad they scored that or just won that game. We had Katie Peterson, a star junior, score a couple of those goals. So hopefully we can see some repeats here with their senior night. Anything else, Gabe? Yeah, absolutely. One thing I'm really excited to see in this game is we know what high school soccer is. We know that it's not the tiki-taka soccer that you see from Barcelona or from, from a lot of the teams that are playing professional. Boys and girls, it's a lot of losing possession in the midfield, and it's about how can you capitalize on your chances when you get inside the box. And we just saw with Mackenzie Hamilton, one of the seniors on this team, just scored a goal practicing on the field, getting ready for this kickoff that's under four minutes away. I'm really just interested to see when they get inside the box, can the Islanders stay patient, find the right shot, uh, and really capitalize on those chances because if they want to beat the Hazen Highlanders, that's what they're going to need to do. And definitely, even though JV won 3-1, I heard that it was definitely a tough game. So if they have the level of high highness in JV, I bet their varsity team will be just as tough, if not harder, for Mercer Island to win against. So with about three minutes 30 left before this half, we got a quick few final words before we give you guys a quick song to listen to. We'll be back here on the pitch in Jungle Stadium. So anything else you guys want to add? Amukva? Nothing else. Nothing else. Stay tuned. Stay tuned, guys. This is Gabe Scott and Sophia and Amukva here on 88.9 The Bridge. Here's a quick little break, and we will be back in three minutes. Welcome back. This is Sophia, Gabe, and Amukta here at Jungle Stadium. The game is about to start here, and this is Mercer Island's senior night. If you weren't here with us earlier, how are you guys doing? Doing great. Excited for this matchup. The Hazen Highlanders 
coming into town, into our house, to take on Mercer Island on their senior night. Like we already mentioned, senior night's a, a really big deal for this team. They've been talking about it all week long, posting on their Instagrams, getting excited for it. So they, I've, they've got a lot of fans in attendance tonight, which Definitely. should be very exciting to hear. Hopefully when they score some goals, yep. hear the crowd. Uh, so it should be a really exciting game. And, uh, and they're all black jerseys against the Hazen Highlanders, and they're all white jerseys. Yep, and I believe that, have you seen some of the t-shirts here during school where they're just all white and they have all the pictures of them? Also, we're going to take a quick pause right here for the National Anthem. All right, so we are back from the National Anthem. Again, this is Sophia, Gabe, and Amukva here. It's about to be kickoff here in Islanders Jungle Stadium for senior night. Are you guys ready? Super excited here. The, the teams are getting in their huddle. Maybe a few words from... Uh, from Coach James Vallis before uh, they kick off. The last time for him he's going to be coaching a lot of these girls that he's had for multiple years uh, uh, in their last home game. So trying to talk maybe about trying to get the uh, the ball downfield. I think that for this uh, Mercer Island team, they've had a, a really solid season so far, a winning record like you mentioned, Sophia. But uh, if they want to win this game tonight against a tough Hazen team, I think trying to... When you get it in your own in your own half, I know it may seem counterintuitive just to, to boot it downfield and let the other team make a mistake that you can get an uh, easy goal off of because that's something we see a lot. It doesn't take uh, – it's not rocket science. Sometimes you get a loose ball right and you, you can hit one in the back of the net. But still, just like all those opportunities are so important. And seriously, we have nine seniors on this team, nine. And, of course, like you said, Coach James, he's been with these girls forever. And I believe some of these have been on freshman varsity for, like, ever, I guess. So, really, it's just going to be so exciting to see all these players play. They know it's going to be their very last home game. We got an insane crowd here. And I know it's just only going to get bigger once the game kicks off for those who might be running late and such. So, we got a bunch of umbrellas here in this rainy jungle stadium. It's about to be kickoff. Looks like the Islanders will be running a 2 4 3 that doesn't even seem right. <laughs> I think two, four, three. They'll probably run four at the back. I know. Yeah, they usually do that. So it looks like they're just trying to get all huddled up and ready first. But we'll see that exact formation when the time comes. One thing I want I want to highlight is Kaisa Olson and Mia uh, Nakano because they are two players on this back line that um, are experienced. Especially Kaisa Olson, uh, she was playing starting out left back as a sophomore. Uh, so look for her to get involved, getting balls crossed in uh, once she can make her way down the field because she's got a lot of pace as well. Definitely, and, and the thing is, I have a couple terms that I like to use on these soccer broadcasts, one of which Mia Nakano fits perfectly. So I like to call thunder throws, all right? So yeah. I get a throw, and you just rocket it all the way over to the other side. And I believe she's even had an assist recorded off of one of those thunder throws. But really, just Kaisa and Mia are those key players to look for in this defensive line. Also, the ball has officially been kicked off. Let's give a quick moment of recognition to our captains, Audrey Chris up front, Leela Jacob in the middle, and Addie Waterman in the defensive side of things. So, here we are at Islander Jungle Stadium. Looks like we got a little bit of pressure in the back. Yeah, Islanders are starting to try and take re re regain control over it. And Nakano, after a, an early ball, uh, through ball down the middle, great job there just holding strong on the back line. You don't want uh, to have a ball slip through for an easy attack early in this game. Definitely. And it I, looks like all the seniors are starting, which is incredibly important for today. I know some high schools really just haven't had that happen sometimes, but it looks like... James is doing it correctly, so thank you, Coach James. All right, we got one giant throw-in from senior Kaisa Olsen. If you're here at the stadium, you'll see that big old right bread, bread right shoes. You see those, Gabe? Yeah. That's how you can tell her apart from the others and her amazing speed. So 
hopefully Kaisa Olsen will have a lot to do in this game. And Kaisa as a left back, uh, I, I, I saw her play two years ago. She also is a uh, really, really smart player, a really smart person. She was great in my AP physics class. You know, <laughs> looked to my left, Kaisa, what's going on here? And she know, usually knew the answer. So I think that's that's a player that they're going to really look forward to. Uh, as, as a leader, even though she's not one of the captains, all those captains also are great leaders on this team. But there's uh, talent um, and uh, soccer IQ all around this Definitely. field. Definitely. And not only soccer, she's also the drum major for Mercer Island's band, so she really does have the smarts. All right, Captain Audrey Chris is trying to maybe get a through ball to the middle. There you go. Yet, Hazen's team has cleared it out, and it will be a Mercer Island corner kick right off the bat, not even two minutes in here. How are you feeling today, Mukta? I'm feeling great. I'm super excited to watch this game, especially because it's senior night. Amukta, I know uh, you, you play in this Mercer Island uh, organization. What What is the emphasis by the coaches? Do you try to gain possession? Do you try to kick it downfield and get some easy goals? What is the, the, the main philosophy for this Mercer Island offense? I think more than trying to get easy goals all the time, our main goal is definitely possession. They try to make a big point of having possession of the ball at all times. No matter how long it takes you to get a goal, just make sure you're keeping possession of the ball and getting it in a way where the other team isn't able to track your feet and things like that. And as you say that, we have that exact scenario right oh. here, and we have the first save of the night, including a rebound. But looks like that is Katie Peterson, the junior superstar, I'd like to say. Almost got an incredible left-footed shot, but the goalkeeper blocked it. And yeah. Mackenzie Hamilton there, I believe, on the rebound. Almost got to it there, just uh, sailed over the bar. But that's an early, uh, aggressive play there by Peterson, uh, a superstar like you're saying. I think that's really important. Get some shots on goal early. Uh, you don't want to get the keeper too warmed up, but definitely try to get some attacking plays early in this game. And now that you say that, we do have a set-piece opportunity for Addie Waterman. We had a foul go down almost on the 30-yard line for Mercer Allen. So Addie Waterman will be taking this. She gets a curling shot all the way up into the left. There's people on side. There's people on side. Yet yeah, it goes a little bit too far for them. Amukta, how big are set pieces um, in soccer? I think they go unnoticed a little bit because even though uh, it was on the 30-yard line for football, that was a really good opportunity. Like it, I'm, I'm not Amukta, but I got to just, just say to help her out here. But certain set pieces have cert just like different, I don't know, reasons, I guess, like corner kicks. Free kicks, all of the above. What do you think, Mukta? Also, free throws, or free throws, excuse me, wrong sport. Throw-ins. <laughs> <laughs> free throws. Do you have a personal favorite? I think throw-ins are really important. Uh, for me, they go wrong a lot. So if there's a good <laughs> throw-in, it can make a really good play in total. And really, I guess just corner kicks are the most important, I think, in professional sports, too. But really, it just gives everybody that one little set-piece opportunity. Everybody has their own little roles in that box. And you have one person who can get a really high curved ball in. Yeah. If you can put all those two together, the ball will end up in the back of the net. And speaking of, we just got a great uh, Is that corner a kick one there by the Islanders. So mm -hmm. already uh, looks like the Islanders have had the upper hand in this this first five minutes of play or so. Uh, it's, it it's feels really like soccer is such an interesting port, sport, even when it's tied 0-0. Zero, zero, you still have all the confidence in the world when you're creating chances like this. Yep, and it looks like they played it short. Addie Waterman's going to take a shot from the outside. Instead, she decides to close it up and go in the middle. A little bit of a last-minute change for Addie Waterman, and she gets it down to Mimi Patella also. Great pass to the outside there by Liv Tollerman, creating some open space. Looks like the keeper might have touched it, so will it be a corner? Yes, it will be a corner. A little bit of a mistake there by Hazen's goalie because... Probably could have let it uh, sailed out there, Pruitt, for uh, for a goal kick. Instead, the Islanders with 
their third corner already. Definitely. In just over five minutes of play. This is going to be interesting. I'm seeing Katie Peterson take this kick. Usually she's one of those players that likes to be inside the box. But she's also, I guess she, she could do both. She's one that can hit an incredible goal from outside the 25, which she did the last time I broadcasted. So if she has that power on this corner kick, that might do the Islanders some good. And they almost do that. We had a shot on goal. Someone goes down the box. Is the ref going to call it? The ref is not. Katie Peterson again with possibly rebound gets nutmegged and the ball will go out of play. Once again, though, we're seeing some great chances for the Islanders. This is going to be uh, a long game, obviously, 40 minutes per half. You've got a lot of chances, so just stay calm, stay patient. Uh, and when it gets inside the box, try to find maybe one more extra defender because, or one more extra player on your team because defenders start scrambling when they get it in their own six. Definitely. And Mia, Mia Nakano tried to regain some possession, which she did successfully after getting it to Kaisa Olsen. Kaisa Olsen now driving up this far left line. She can get a good crosser switch in the field, which she does. Addie Waterman almost has a chance. Katie Peterson as well. Mac Hamilton now in the middle. Back to Addie. Addie to Mac. And nothing too big now. It's dropped back to Kaisa Olsen. Kaisa Olsen gets a good chip in there, but it goes straight to Avery Pruitt's hands. And Kaisa Olsen and uh, I believe Mackenzie Hamilton had just a great one-two um, that created a lot of space. And so I think using those midfielders to have some one-two plays will be something that the Islanders look to do further in this game. All right, looks like Hazen had an attempt at a counterattack, but was driven out the line. So it will be another Mercer on throw, and hopefully it's regained full possession now. That has been the longest that ball has been on Mercer Island's half this entire game so far. So hopefully the Islanders keep up that, like, I don't know, momentum, I guess. Yeah. And if they do successfully with all the chances that they already have, there could be multiple goals within this only just this first half. And like I was saying, soccer is an interesting sport. You don't necessarily need to be scoring goals to feel confident and feel like you're ahead in the game. Definitely. Those goals will come eventually, but here we go for Hazen. Hazen has an attempt. Hazen has an attempt. Can they get a shot on? They might. Hazen gets an attempt, and it hits the crossbar. <laughs> wow, that was a great one one player effort there by the attacker for Hazen with these white numbers on the white jerseys. We can't exactly uh, tell who, but uh, a really, really great job there um, by the Hazen player because they haven't had chances like we've been talking about all night long in this early going, but uh, almost got a little bit of a cheat score there. But here we go yeah. for the Islanders on the other end. And I believe, I have pretty good eyes, but I think that was number eight Carly Johnson, forward senior for Hazen, who had that amazing shot. Correct me if I'm wrong, Carly, in, in the future, but if that was you, amazing shot on goal. <laughs> Sorry the crossbar was there, but also thank you, crossbar, for being there as a Mercer Island fan. All right, Kaisa Olsen accidentally drives the ball out of play while trying to defend, so it will be a Hazen throw-in. I hope Mercer Island doesn't blow off all their steam within just like this first half or just first ten minutes, really. It's only been nine minutes now. Yeah, they, they've been going up and down the field, but that's what it's like in high school soccer. You're not going to have... Um, Amutha, I know you mentioned that keeping possession is a huge goal, but at the same time, you know that there's going to be a lot of changes in possession, especially on a, on a rainy night like this. Have you, what is playing in the rain, uh, how does that affect how you play? Um, does it make it so it's, it's harder to get up and down the field faster? Um, it definitely makes it a little more difficult to play with all that rain coming down on you and as you're trying to focus on just keeping the ball and trying to get to the other side. But in a way, it also stimulates you to play better since you know you have something working against you. And rain on you as you're playing soccer is sometimes just really cinematic. Yeah. But before we do anything, we might have we almost had a shot on goal by Captain Audrey Chris. Unfortunately, it was denied. But 
But again, another amazing pass to the Islanders. Another great play sequence. And almost ended up in the back of the net. But Pruitt was there. That's a good point by Amuka there. I think sometimes it just feels you feel pretty cool when you're running playing soccer in the rain. Definitely. And as, well, as someone who also used to play soccer, I guess the rain just completely changes the mood. And it really just depends on the player, but it either makes you really fueled up, ready to go. Or sometimes people who, I guess, are not a fan of the rain are just like, oh, all right. So if Hazen has some of those players who just uh, kind of rain. We're in Seattle, Sophia. There's no we're way. We're in Seattle, they've but. They've got everyone is used to this by now. But, but, but. There are still people that move, I guess. But you can you can kind of see where I'm going here, Gabe, can't you? Yeah. A little yeah. bit. So if Mercer Island can very specifically pick out those Survival players. Survival of the fittest. Definitely. Especially on Mercer Island, Washington, here in the rain. Especially rain, 7.45 p.m., senior yeah. night. Those are just the best vibes. we got a shot off! An amazing save by Avery Pruitt. Audrey Chris there with a great shot. Was was uh, catalyzed there by Addy's throw, and a really great throw in there uh, by Waterman to create that chance. And that was an amazing stop by Avery Pruitt, the senior goalkeeper of Hazen. Dive She's had a busy night. Right. It was perfectly on point. And that ball even had some curve on it. She read that perfectly, so props to her. Yeah, Pruitt's had a, had a busy night uh, all night long. I think her, her teammates can really give her a lot of credit for the reason this game is still 0-0. If you're just joining us here on 88-9, the bridge, 29, 30 left to go in this first half of play. And it's been all Islanders early in this game on the attacking end, but still because, like I just said, Avery Pruitt, the senior goalkeeper, trying to spoil the senior night on, for the other team, <laughs> the Islanders. Uh, and we've got a, a great set-piece opportunity here, though, for the Islanders. Yeah, it looks like Addie Waterman's getting some advice from Coach, so that really changes their play. Hopefully she will go on with a little bit of a curve on the far left. And she does. Actually straight through the middle. Somebody gets a touch on it. Can she get there? Katie Peterson. Goals open. Goals open. No keeper. Leela Jacob gets it in the back of the net. Leela Jacobs Sr. makes it 1-0 for the Island. It's here at Jungle Stadium. Only 12 minutes into this game. And she gets off an amazing set-piece opportunity here. And how about that? The captain, Leela Jacob, on her senior night, striking first. Lucky number seven there. She's been... Uh, an integral part of this team for multiple years, so really great to see her score that goal. And it's just being in the right place at the right time, which I know Leela with her speed, she's able to get down the wing really fast. And in that case, being able to quickly get to the ball, see that it was kind of just bouncing around, the goalie wasn't in the right position, and a really, really great shot there. And mad respect for Avery Pruitt, where she came off her line by a lot, yet despite the fact that she might have not saved that goal, she saved the first attempt. Now as we say that Audrey Chris is back on the attack. Audrey Chris again. Is blocked off by three Hazen defenders. If I were to, if I were to build a striker from scratch, I think it might be Audrey Chris. She's Definitely. tall, she's fast, and she's got a lot of hustle too, which Definitely. is um, exactly what you need from a striker. Being able to, uh, when the defender gets the ball from you, be able to get it right back, which she almost just did right there. So Audrey Chris has had a great game so far too. Mm -hmm. And it looks like they try to switch the field to Liv Tallerman, the senior. Can Liv chase it down in time? It's her versus the defender, defender versus defender. She keeps it in, and it is then she's then then shoved down at the corner. Looks I like she's fine. The, referee, the referee's gonna the referee is gonna call is a, it a foul corner? there. Looks like they will just be taking it as a corner, okay. I guess. Well, either way, great play there by Liv. Uh, another thing you see a lot in, in soccer is sometimes when you have the ball, you want you want to shield it in the corner and let the defender kick it out for you, so you don't lose possession because it's a tough. But oh, see. It is a free kick. Oh, it kick. will be a free kick. Yeah, the, I think maybe the MI crowd there. You can see the student section. Might it's actually pretty big tonight. Mad. They all got their hoods on. But All right, Addie Waterman into the middle. Can someone get ahead on it? Audrey Chris almost does. Is it back in? It might be back in. 
There's a bunch of jumbo out there right in front of the goal. It looked like it almost went off the goalpost and then kind of bounced back in just because of the way that crossbar was shaped. That was but like a Lord of the Flies scenario that there. That was a Lord oh, of the Flies scenario. Every, that is it was the going crazy. way I could describe that, honestly. We had maybe eight or nine girls in that one box all fighting over the ball. Keeper was nowhere to be found under that big mess of black and white, but... <laughs> Looks like, oh, Audrey See. Chris gets a touch on it. And there's Audrey Chris. I know it doesn't really mean much. It doesn't seem like much. Audrey Chris is heading the ball right back to the goalkeeper after the goal kick. But one one time in this 80-minute game, that's going to get a right bounce, and Audrey Chris is going to be able to chase that down and, and maybe score a goal off of it. Definitely. So. And it really just shows her skill in being able to read that ball coming from the keeper. And now that I say that, hopefully MI can do the same as Hazen is on the counterattack until Mia Nakano shuts her out. And a great job there by Nakano, the right back just – kick it out that they uh the highlanders had a lot of momentum there so being able to just get it out uh was uh, right. the right job the offside flag was called and now there are some substitutions here on hazen's side looks like they will be having three come on and off so maybe get some fresh legs on the field give hazen a little bit more hope after already being down 1-0 again this is not hazen's senior night but i believe the mercer island players were also kind enough to give their flowers to the hazen seniors right at the beginning of this game Listen, I I understand the gesture, but, but maybe do that after the game when we beat yeah, them. Yeah, I understand. That, but still, you gotta have some yeah. kindness, Gabe. At the end of the day, it is you know high school sports are mostly for fun, so it's it's good to see. All right, looks like Hazen will have their first corner kick of the game. Again, we did not score off a corner kick, but we did score off a set piece. So if Hazen can take this corner kick to their advantage. They might be able to do something with it. A little bit of silence down on the field. Hazen taking their time with this one, which I don't see why they're doing it. They have 25 minutes left. They're down 1-0. <laughs> yeah. They get a good curling ball, ball near the back post. Nobody's able to get a foot on it but the Islanders. Leela Jacob clears it there way far out. Great job there by Jacob. Some players were just kind of knocking it back around inside the box, and if you're a Mercer Island fan there, you're getting a little bit on your toes. But Jacob decides, I'm just going to boot it way out of play. And even though the Highlanders get possession, it's – uh, back around midfield. So Yep, and it's always better if it's out of play than while in your box, so good on her for that kind of judgment. All right, Mac Hamilton tries to get there, but instead it's shot way off to Katie Evans, way back in goal there. So hopefully she, she can get them way upfield, maybe get it back on Hazen's side for the Islanders. Let's hope Evans doesn't fall asleep by the end of the night because that's one of the first times she's really gotten the ball. Definitely. Uh, this MI midfield especially has been very solid keeping it in the other half. All right, looks like it's Liv Tellerman. Oh, here we go. Audrey Chris. Liv Tellerman to Audrey Chris and eventually Addie Orndorff. Audrey Chris on the far edge. Can she get a pass in there? Abby Orndorff might actually do that. She does. Katie Peterson. Can Katie Peterson turn around and get a touch on that? Because if she can, that ball is deadly. And she gets a shot on goal. It's a goal from way far out. Addie Waterman tips right over the keeper's head to make it 2-0 Islanders. Addie Waterman, that was unbelievable. Takes it, looks like the Islanders were trying to keep possession there, and then she says, you know what? I'm going to go for goal here. Takes a deep strike, goes right off of the keeper's hands, and with that much power, you really don't expect anything different, so Definitely. a great goal there. And really, we have two out of three captains scoring tonight. All we need is Audrey Chris, and she's had so many opportunities. Who knows? We could have every single senior yeah. captain, sco captain scoring tonight. All right, so 2-0 Islanders already. When you're up 2-0 in a game like this, still early, how do you keep your composure, make sure you stay calm? Because it's easy to kind of uh, have it get out of your hands if you're too laid back after being up 2-0 early. 
Well, being up 2-0 this early in the game can get you excited, and sometimes you could ignore how much you actually have to pay attention and work hard. Um, thinking it's an easy win is definitely a mistake. You don't want to do that. And just keep thinking of it as a normal game and doing your best in everything will definitely help. Yes, and I've seen a lot of professional games make the same mistake. They see that they're 2-0 up in the first half. This actually happened yesterday. It was a Portland Timbers versus, I believe, Vancouver. And Timbers had them in the first half. But then Vancouver came back with an insane comeback to make it 3-2. So. Well, we're trying to make this Germany against Brazil. Yes, not agreed. the Timbers. Yeah, Portland, Seattle, Seattle, Portland. I'm yeah. sorry. Seattle's always winning here. <laughs> but hopefully, in this case, it's MI versus Hazen, and MI wins. And they take their corner kick nice and short. Katie Peterson might get a curler in here. That's some amazing footwork. And as I said, she gets a curler. It's almost in. Is it in? No, it's not. It's oh, cleared wow. out off the line. Peterson with a couple amazing shots from outside the box. And the top left corner uh, of, of the goal there, just offside the inside of the, uh, of the crossbar. So it came back into play, almost wow. a goal there. All right, looks like Mac Hamilton and Audrey Chris might oh, go for something, but Audrey it is Chris, snatched. A shot there could have been the third goal for the three captains. That's a storyline that we'll be following all night long. Definitely. And even Katie Peterson will probably be a future captain yeah. next year with her skill and, honestly, leadership. So, really, with those wide-out stretched goals, she knew exactly where she was putting that ball. Unless, well, and then the crossbar kind of intervened. But still, Peterson has that amazing just rocket attached to her foot. And if she can use that to her advantage, who knows what the score could be tonight. All right, Hazen's getting a quick little throw in here after the Islanders clear it out just for the safety. Islanders, Islanders know that they're 2-0 up, but I guess they can't take their foot off the gas yet. And we're not even, we're just halfway through this half, I guess, just a quarter way through the game. Yeah, and still a long way to go here for Mercer Island, but with how they've been playing so far, something would have to really shift. This, isn't, this hasn't been a lucky two goals. This has been a complete control of the game. Definitely. And it might happen here, except for I think Mia Nakano will get to the ball first, and she does. The ball is now out of play, and it will be an Islanders throw-in. Mia is in my Spanish class, and, you know, I don't know if that translates to playing soccer like you're from Spain or something. But but still. If, but if it does, we're in good If hands. it does, definitely. And Mia and I played on the team in freshman year. She was a sophomore, and she had some amazing skills. She even got bumped up to JV at one point, so... Props to her for making it to varsity now. And also yeah. starting because, hey, it is senior night, but she still is getting as much play time as she deserves here. All right, got a quick little substitution here. Mia Connell, let's see that thunder throw. Not, not too much power on there for tonight, but we know it will be coming. Yeah. Trust me, Gabe. When it comes, You don't even expect it, and then it comes out of nowhere. Definitely. She didn't get the run-up. She didn't right. need it. All right, Hazen's in possession again. Hazen might be looking for a switch field, but it gets intercepted immediately by it looks like Liv Tallerman. Tallerman's played a great game on the right-hand side, getting up and down the field. Uh, having a lot of stamina is really important for her. She's got some speed, too. So great job shifting from uh, our own half to Hazen's half. All right, looks like a foul was called on the Islanders. It was a 2v1 there in midfield. It was Audrey Chris and Katie Peterson versus a Hazen defender, and I guess the ref didn't like that. So Hazen free kick here near the 50. Audrey Chris will be staying up just in case Islanders get a breakaway, but Hazen with a nice good old power shot that almost makes it way into the box, and Katie Evans get her hands on it. Yes, yes, she can. A long shot. Great job there by the junior Evans. Sometimes you see these 
goalies uh, be a little bit conservative and, and not go out on a on a set piece, and that's how the Islanders almost. Well, I guess that is how the Islanders scored their goal. Um, and good job there by Evans to be aggressive, go out and get it, trust your skill. Yep, Leela Jacobs to Audie Waterman and almost tries to connect it with Mercer Allen's number nine, Matt Hamilton, but was unsuccessful for the time being. Looks like we might have a sub coming on. Mercer Allen's number 15, that is Kaylee Newcomer, the junior and multi-sport athlete, will be coming on for Liv Tallerman. And it's important that you mention that. Newcomer, a starter on the Mercer Island High School basketball team, the point guard. Uh, you can think of her as having a point guard role uh, on this soccer team, too, being able to... Uh, she has to play a softball game. Yeah. yeah she's Kaylee Newcomer is, is all over the place for the Mercer Island, single-handedly taking over three different teams. But she is such a good basketball player, and I think that facilitating role uh, is something that she can do here on this left-hand side, trying to get some balls in the middle. Mm-hmm. Looks like Audrey Chris got a little bit of a head on there, but couldn't control it with her head, which is not really a surprise. It's hard to control stuff with your head, I guess. Especially in this rain, too. Definitely. The ball is really slippery, I bet. I feel bad for the keepers right now. All right, we've got a bit of boot ball, I like to say, here in the yeah. midfield. Yeah, oh, we've got more of it. All right, Mia Nakano might pass this back to Evans. Never oh, mind. She's able to get there. an amazing back heel type thing. Yeah, off the side of her foot there, yeah, getting up impressive. towards the midfield. That was a really good job there. All right, looks like, again, Hodgery Chris, our captain, is fighting near the left side. She's in control. She gets it to the middle. Yet, oh, our player is grabbed down in the box, but the ref won't call it. All right, ref, whatever you say. <laughs> yeah. So- we, last time I broadcasted soccer, we had one of the most crazy things going against Bellevue where the mm. referee decided that it was golden goal in overtime when that actually wasn't the rules. Crazy, crazy scenes. I I have never seen anything like it in All high right school. And the, and the refs ran off afterwards, but uh, hopefully we won't see overtime here because the Islanders are up by a healthy margin. And then again. Pruitt comes way off her line there. She has that confidence, yet she hustles back quickly when she realizes that Mercer Island might be back in possession soon. And and they are. Mac Hamilton, the senior, is stuck between three players. She's able to get it out there, though. Looks like they switched positions, though. Looks like Addie Orndorff and, I guess, Kaylee Newcomer switched sides of the field, maybe just to take full advantage of Kaylee's strengths on that foot. And we've seen a couple times in, in these past few minutes I wanted to bring up the Islanders midfielders just kicking it way down the field and having Audrey Chris track it down, running as far as she can. That is something that we saw two years ago, last year, and this year. It's uh, not necessarily in, entirely what Mercer Island's built out of because, like Amuka said, possession is key. But at the same time, when you can get some of those easy over-the-top balls that create some chances, that's really important for this Mercer Island team as well. Definitely, and as we say that, they got to keep possession. Mimu Vitella just clears it out for the sake of Mercer Island's safety, I guess, because Hazen almost regained possession off a breakaway. So Hazen gets a throw in, still in Hazen's possession. Hazen's got some fancy footwork there. I was able to read that number. Samantha Wilson, the senior midfielder, was able to get some amazing touches there. So if they're close enough to the field game, we can read their numbers. Yeah, it, it's, it is crazy, the, mm-hmm. the white on white. I've never Ooh. run into that from Hazen. And Kaylee Newcomer gets an amazing touch. Audrey Kiss isn't able to control it, though, and I think it will go straight to the hands of Avery Pruitt. And fun fact, Avery Pruitt has their twin on the team, Aiden Pruitt, both seniors, goalkeeper in midfield. So those two 
might just be unstoppable if needed. They got the right chemistry. If let's say Avery Pruitt was not a goalkeeper, they have telepathy probably between probably. them. I've heard that. I've heard that. I'm not a twin myself, but that that could be a possibility. Definitely. And it'd be even crazier if uh, Avery was not a goalie, so they could really be close to each yeah. other. That would be a little bit. Uh, I think Kinko would need to get involved there because they'd probably be communicating. Wouldn't be allowed. <laughs> Definitely. Would not be allowed. All right, looks like Junior Mia Shanfeld has come on, and Abby Orndorff has come off for now. And Shanfeld's a player that was a starting on varsity as a freshman, I believe. Uh, no, sophomore, I believe. So last year. I mean, Shanfeld is a junior. Shanfeld is a junior. She started off on JV though, so she was still on a really good path. To I think varsity. maybe she moved. She had some sort of playing time. Oh, okay. As a freshman, I that guarantee that because she came on the field and actually, I believe, scored in the game uh, oh, two years okay. ago. So. Uh, She's a player that has experience, at least two years, and uh, so that's exciting that she's going to be on here for the end of this first half with 14 minutes right. left to go. First round got a set piece. Audrey Chris takes the opportunity. Katie Peterson tries to finish it but misses just wide of the goal. Again, Addie Waterman with those three kicks, she takes them so quickly. The Islanders know exactly what she's about to do, and they get there in the right spots. Just Katie Peterson could not get enough foot on that. If she maybe switched that to her left, that could have been in the back of the net. That was a good try there, just a turn and fire. But here we go, another attacking position here for the Islanders. Especially for Katie Peterson. Katie Peterson's got the speed. She's got the speed and the power. That's exactly what you need. And like you said, when you said building a player, building a striker, Audrey Chris is perfect. Midfield-wise, that is Katie Peterson here. Yeah, being able to take shots outside the box, especially uh, in high school soccer, is really valuable because we've already seen it once uh, from Addy, and it's... it's uh, it's crazy that they've had all these chances and one of their goals comes from a deep shot because it wouldn't. it's not what you'd expect them to score from, mm -hmm. but sometimes when you get those uh, little cheat goals every so often, you're, you're going to take that if you're uh, Coach James. And just a quick little shout-out here. Jenna Martin, a fellow radio student, has officially come on the pitch for the Islanders. Hopefully being vocal. Hamilton. Hopefully being vocal, using her voice yes, her on the radio, radio voice. and on the, on the pitch here. Yep. And Jenna Martin has so much skill as she's a sophomore. She was on freshman as a, or she was on varsity as a freshman, excuse me. So, Kaylee Newcomer tries to switch the field. She almost does, but it is intercepted midfield. Shanna Felt gets a shove. Nakano tries chasing down Hazen, and she does successfully. With 12 minutes left to go, Amukta, I want to ask you, up to zero, 12.30 left to go. We're nearing, you know, three-fourths of the way through this first half of play. How does your strategy change going to the end of halves versus early in the game when you're trying to maybe feel things out more? Well, the energy levels are definitely getting lower since they've been playing for a little while yeah. now, and we've seen how much energy they were playing with in just like the beginning 10 minutes. So with all that energy used up, it's probably getting slower. They're probably getting more confident since it's nearing end time as well. And they might take it easy to come back strong for the next half of the game. Definitely. And I agree with that completely. They have the sense of, I don't know, wishy-washiness where they're incredibly tired. They might slow down a bit. But they also have the need to just leave it all out on the all field right. right now. They'll get a break at halftime. Just leave, just get all your energy out right before. So it's really just a mix-match situation here. And with both of these teams running on fumes, it's almost uh, a whole game in itself, where you know that both teams are tired, so which one can be more aggressive and prove that they've got the upper hand going into the second half? All right, looks like on Mercer Island's side, we might have a freshman coming onto the field. Ooh. But before we do that, Audrey Chris has a breakaway. She has four people on her. She has Mia Shanifel on her left. Will she take the shot? 
She puts it through the middle, but Shanafel is not fast enough to get there. A good opportunity there from Audrey Chris. Really smart idea, too. Instead of trying to force things ahead, the defenders were kind of uh, chasing up to her. So she waited with the ball, didn't dribble it, just stayed back, and then tried to play a through ball into Shanafel. Couldn't quite connect uh, between those two, but a really good idea there that almost created a goal. Definitely. And really, it's just kind of the diversity of this Mercer Island team. They have so much different... They, well, I don't even know how to describe this game. they got so much skill, yet in different skill set forms. And they're able to mishmash that perfectly yeah. into this one really synchronized team. Everyone so. has a different job on the team, and if they do their job well, the team will work well together. Yes, you worded that exactly how I meant to. And looks like we have Addie Waterman and Leela Jacob trying to take down a girl in the midfield. They unsuccessfully do, but Kaylee Newcomer is able to rebound it. Kaylee Newcomer to Kaisa Olsen. Kaisa Olsen brings it up the middle. She's got Shanafelt, but Shanafelt is intercepted. Although, now that we say that, Jenna Martin gets a foot on there. Again, Kaylee Newcomer. Have you seen Kaylee Newcomer's speed? It's insane, Gabe. Yeah, Kaylee Newcomer, fast, strong, a really great player on the left-hand side uh, for this team and showing her strength there on that throw-in. But goes out. This is the thing we see every so often where you get a throw-in, the, the, the defender kicks it out. You get another throw-in, the defender kicks it out again. It's like moving up a ladder, getting closer Definitely. and closer to the uh, opponent's box. And really, it will eventually help them if they just keep doing this. So we'll just see how this goes. It's getting dark here in Islander Stadium, don't you think? It's dark. It's rainy. Yeah, this is a classic. Are we in October in Seattle? I mean, I if, if you put me anywhere right now, I would say we're in October Seattle with Definitely. the rainy, dark night. All right, we got a long shot off there from Katie Peterson's powerful shot. But it is on the ground, so it goes straight to Avery Pruitt's hands. Anybody have a number of how many shots Katie Peterson has right now? It's insane. Yeah. I believe she has three, three or four, really. <laughs> McLean Hopkins McLean out here. McLean Hopkins out here is helping us out here. And I guess we'll just give this opportunity as a shout-out. Thank you for the board members keeping us on the air right now. Sophie Prock and we have, I believe, Zach Geisner also there. All right. We got a big shot in the box. It's a cross, but nobody was there to meet it except for Hazen. Good effort from Audrey Chris. I'm going to do a total guess here. I believe that was Kaya Trotter for the Highlanders that made that play. All right, Kaya Trotter. We're going to have to keep thinking. All right. <laughs> this is, I mean, there's a tiny little light gray outline there of the is, white it's numbers. It's silvery, like yeah. silverish gold. But that doesn't work in the light, you know. I know. It's got these bright stadium lights, which really does bring the vibes here at Islander yeah. Stadium. So Islanders will have a corner here. You can here. see the umbrellas out, too. This is, this is really uh, exciting to see a lot of friends here of the players and parents. Yep. Addie Waterman gets a corner in. Kaylee Newcomer takes a shot from far out. And it will be oh. another corner <laughs> after Avery so Pruitt. Pruitt. Pruitt's been through so much this first half. Maybe she was just like, She's all right, tired. I'm done. Kicks the ball out instead of picking it up. Yeah. Uh, I think she tried place. to get it, but the ball was kind of slippery because of the rain. So, again, another shot for the Islanders. Looks like Katie Peterson and, again, Addie Waterman will be those two to take it. Only eight minutes left to go in this first half. You they would, take it short. I would, I, I would think 3-0 seems a lot different than 2-0, if that even makes any sense. Where mm, I understand. 2-0, uh, you know, if, if if Hazen gets a lucky break, they're right back in it in just a mm -hmm. one-goal game. But if you're up 3-0, it makes a huge difference for the confidence of this team. All right, Kaisa Olsen in the middle. She kind of steps out of her position. She's pushing up. She's got Kaylee Newcomer on her left. Jenna Martin on her right. Which option should we take? She's still taking it up the field. She gives it to Newcomer. Newcomer gets across in. 
It goes straight to Avery Pruitt's hands. She almost drops it, but she's able to regain, I guess, possession. Hazen on the rebound. Yeah, that boots just a little too far, and it will go back out for a Mercer on throw in. It's kind of crazy. Nakano, here we go, Sophia. You've been, oh, you've been advertising it all night. See, you'll be good here. Oh, never mind. Looks oh, like she's, she's, oh, they're, oh, they're taking her out of the game right before the right thunder, before throw. thunder throws. All right, but on the bright Catastrophic. side, that is Hannah Savoy, one of only two freshmen on Mercer Island's varsity. So this will be interesting to see. So she's a defender, and we have yeah. one more defender, Chelsea Cho, but I believe she's out on an injury tonight. So that is kind of unfortunate for her. All right, let's see what Hannah Savoy can put together on her freshman year yeah. of soccer. That is really impressive. Mia Shanifel on the far right side. She's looking for people in the middle. She has two. But does she have enough space to get it in there? She does because she gets a bounce off of it, but it's straight to the defenders. And they kick it out for a throw-in instead of a corner. Smart yeah. move on their end. I was going to say, good job there by the Hazen defender, just turning around and booting it as, as far upfield as you can, even though it's uh, in the box. But, hey, if they had Mianacano, that would yeah, be the that same would be a thunder thing. throw <laughs> opportunity. It said Waterman, who is also uh, a thunder throw thunder thrower. maker. Maker, there we thunder go. Thunder thrower. I like that. Thunder better. thrower, all right. Hazen's having their 10 millionth sub of the night, honestly. They, they, they also go for a lot of three-for-three three swaps, just trying Definitely. to get some fresh legs out there. You would think with uh, the time right now, just under six minutes left to go here in this first half, just trying to get some fresh legs before the very end of this half. Definitely. One last push. Looks like they might do just that, except for Mimi Patel is there. And it goes straight up for an Islanders throw. Hannah Savoy will take it Let's see if she's a new Thunder Throw contender. She's working on it. Maybe in a couple of years she will make, re yeah. reach the Mia Nakano level of thunderness. <laughs> Jenna Martin's bringing it up the side. Mia Shanifel is there. Great job Shanifel staying on the far on side. side. And she even stayed on side. No flag has come up. Martin trying to keep control, but there's three other people on her. But Shanifel picks it back up. Shanifel again looking for the middle. She has that to Leela Jacob. Leela Jacob again gets some great footwork in there. She gets a shot off from far. And yeah, it will that be was ambitious kick. there by Jacob. Way outside from around the 30-yard line. But a really, really good opportunity there and uh, a good try from Jacob, making the keeper a little bit scared, but just to the left of the goal there. Jacob knows how good she is. She's already yeah, got a goal I know. recorded I to for say, today. She, so she, she looked confident. She looked confident right as she, as she got the ball, and I knew a shot was coming. And a lot like Peterson, those two players in the midfield area have uh, really, really powerful uh, right foots so, uh, and left foot. So they uh, feet. How's about that? <laughs> left not because it would be a right foot of uh, yeah, well, right feet and left feet. Right you know? right huh, how do I say that now? I can't figure it out. They've got both of their feet are <laughs> on for both players are very strong. So Jacob yes. <laughs> knowing her strength there, a uh, shot from the outside is a really good try there to try to make it three mm -hmm. zero. And it looks like Hazen is on the counterattack once again, but Mimi Vitella will just have that covered up until it reaches Katie Evans' hands. Again, that's maybe her third touch of the night-ish, give or take. So let's hopefully Katie Evans stays asleep, honestly, So, which means that we won't have anybody yeah. coming towards our side. Stay asleep until they're coming. How's about that, Katie? And again, looks like Jenna Martin in the middle, same with Audrey Chris. Katie Peterson now. I believe Katie Peterson and Kaylee Newcomer are going to be that junior duo who are honestly deadly for that matter here. Yeah, we, like, we've seen it. We see it in all sports. I know last year the football team had a ton of juniors that uh, came up this year and now are, are playing in their senior year. This uh, MI girls soccer team has had a couple juniors last year that are uh, making their mark tonight, both scoring goals. 
Uh, and so, like you said, the future is bright for this Mercer Island team. Especially with eight juniors here that will definitely most likely stay on varsity and more to come from JV. All right, again, Hazen on a counterattack. Can they do something with the ball this time? Doesn't look like it. Will that go out for a throw? And yes, it will. It's a throw-in on the very, very far corner. Almost a corner kick yet. Looks like it will be a throw-in. Hannah Savoy again, the freshman. Looks like the key throw-in taker for this right side of the field. The coaches need to commands. do a thunder throw there. Great job there. It's an amazing effort by her. We've got some Megs in the middle of the field. Leela Jacob is there, though. She's got multiple people. It's the final push here within these last three minutes. Leela Jacob again. If you've been tuning in a lot, you'll know that once it hits the two-minute mark here at Jungle Stadium, only the refs are the ones to keep time. So we will not be able to update you exactly how much we have left. But if we do score then, that'll still be cool. It'll be in that two-minute void of extra time. Shanna Felt in the middle to Leela Jacob. Jacob and Shanna Felt, that duo. Shanna Felt again gets it in the middle. It's a little bit of a spin on it, so there isn't enough control there for the Islanders. Katie Peterson takes a quick little stumble on this <laughs> wet turf, but looks like she's doing all right. I don't and believe we will be having any more subs, though. Yeah, as we're approaching two minutes now, this is, in football, you have the two-minute drill where the players get a little bit more aggressive, try to push the ball downfield more, and, and you never know, like you mentioned, when the referee's going to blow the whistle for halftime. So trying to be extra aggressive here to end this half uh, to get that third goal. Again, looks like Addie Waterman will be the main throwing taker if it's higher up the field, so Hannah Savoy can drop back. Addie Waterman throw right into the middle, but nobody's there to really recept it. Except for Katie Peterson. Katie, is Katie Peterson going to take a shot from this weird angle? She could. We know she has the potential to, but she does drop it back for now. Drops it back, unfortunately, to the Hazen player, but she knows how much time there is. Oh, Although they really go. can't be slowing down right now. Hannah Savoy, look at that speed. Hannah Savoy, that the was freshman. coming out of nowhere. That's incredible. Savoy is, um, like like you said, Nakano is the, is the starter right now, but clearly she's going to get a lot of playing time going forward in this game. Uh, a really fast player, and that's exactly what you want from your right back, someone that can track down the attackers on the other team. And really just not even this game, her entire career, I guess, because she's a freshman on varsity. Who knows what she can do within exactly. these next three years. Shannon fell up this right side. Shannon kind of gets body blocked, but... It goes straight to Leela Jacob. This could be the last chance here uh, for the Islanders now over a minute into this extra time. Mm -hmm. Back to Waterman. Waterman through the middle. I think they're just kind of running out the clock, but they have one more shove. And it'll go straight to Avery Prude's hands. She tried to get across in the middle of the box, but it was just a little too fast for the rest of the girls. Back to Hazen. Really, how are you, what are you guys thinking about this half? Well, the Islanders have had a ton of chances, and they are clearly the better team thus far. Mm -hmm. So you have to uh, be thankful that you've got those two goals because they weren't necessarily huge buildups from the entire field, uh, but they've got the two chances and they deserve those because they've been the better team all night long. Mm -hmm. All right, I guess to end off this lovely half, Mercerland has an offside, so they'll get a free kick from around the 20 by Mimi Pacella. We will be giving a quick little halftime report here after the break. And it'll, just, it'll be us, Amukla, Gabe, and I just recapping these two goals. And who knows, we might have a couple more people on the mic if we feel like it, I guess. So, yeah, stay this is tuned. on the bridge some, right now, yeah. There's some exciting second half commentators that you'll, you'll have to stay tuned for because 
There's going to be, I think, a lot more goals for this Islanders team. So exciting play still ahead. Maybe one last chance here. One more here. chance here for the Islanders. Oh, Jenna Martin Chris. almost gets control of it, but it kind of goes off that back yeah. heel instead of the inside of the foot part that you want. And Chris passed it off, which was a wise play, but if she had just turned around, she, she could have gotten She had a goal there. right there. But that was just because the defender was super aggressive, over-aggressive, and I don't think Chris was expecting it. And it's the boy kind of pressed in the far corner. It will be a goal kick, though. Three minutes now, almost, into this uh, added time portion, and there you go. That is the final whistle for halftime. We will be back after a quick little song here. Again, the score is 2-0, Islander Stadium. Here on KMIH, Mercer Island, 88.9, the bridge will be, we will, uh, excuse me, we will be back in a few minutes. Welcome back to Islanders Jungle Stadium. Right now, Gabe has returned back to the station, but we do have McLean Hopkins here on the mic with us now. How are you doing today, McLean? Well, I'm doing great. I've been spotting the first half, which is not an easy task with Hazen wearing white on white. Definitely. Uh, but I've been making do. Um, how are you doing tonight? We're doing pretty good. How about you, Mukta? I'm doing great. I'm super excited to see the second half of this game. Definitely. And just... High school, senior night, Mercer Island, Jungle Stadium, rainy. Just all those just little keywords to this amazing night. And we're up 2-0 at halftime. So I guess that's just doing amazing. Those two goals were scored from two out of our three captains here on the Islanders. All we need is striker, Audrey Chris, to get a goal in there. Then all three of our senior captains would have scored on their senior night. So that would be amazing here. All right, so I know, McLean, you've been the big old stats guy tonight. but I have been keeping stats, yes. What have you got for us today? Analytics are so much fun. If we look at win probability, I'm just kidding. All right. Um, but uh, <laughs> our player of the game so far, I'd have to uh, give that moniker to Katie Peterson, who um, may have had one costly error that cost the Islanders a goal, but still contributed where she could with one assist and four shots on goal. Another name we have to mention is senior captain Audrey Chris with five shots on goal. And uh, not able to sink one yet, but law of big numbers, right? If she keeps shooting at the rate she has, one of those will find the back of the net eventually. Definitely. And who's your player of the game so far, Mukta? Um, I definitely think um, Katie uh, Peterson. I've seen a lot of really good shots from her. And even in past games, she's been one of the star players just with amazing footwork and getting the ball around so much. Definitely. Completely agreed there, and she's had so many big shots from way outside the box versus Bellevue. She had one from maybe the 25-yard line. She just rocketed that thing over the goalkeeper's head, and it was an amazing goal for Mercer Island. All right, I'm going to change things up a bit, but Addie Waterman, the senior, hey, it is. Senior, senior captain, night. senior night. Addie Waterman has been playing amazing. She's had an assist already on this game for that free kick set piece. So good on her, Addie Waterman, and if she can keep up those amazing throw-ins, just those assists and everything, and she just is the main set piece taker here for these Islanders. So if she can keep doing that, it'll be incredible, honestly. Yeah, uh, she's been great. It says volumes about what the Islanders have done on the pitch tonight that all three of us had a different pick. Um, you know, the team has put together a complete product, given Islander Nation tons to cheer for. And to my surprise, they're still here. You know, the winds and rain may be pouring down on the jungle but that is not stopping Islander Nation, and the team keeps on giving them a reason to stay. Yep, and we just got to keep on getting excited here in the station, really. We're not even in the station. We're in the press box here right in above the stadium, so the hype is real. we got the student section. Islanders ready to go in their personalized black kits, Hazen and White. And really, it's going to be an amazing second half to see here. 
Let's just make sure that the Islanders never take their foot off this gas pedal here. Definitely. And if they do, well, I just might give Hayes some opportunities that we don't want to see. All right, so we will be having kickoff here in moments, I guess. Looks like Mercer Island will be keeping most of the same players, and I think we will be good to go here. Katie Evans still in goal, no switch there. Addie Waterman again, Hardy starts it, off, starts it off with a huge boot, straight to Audrey Chris. Audrey Chris to Katie Peterson. Katie Peterson almost gets it to Audrey Chris just to start off this half. That would have been amazing just to get a goal in there, but is unsuccessful, and it will go immediately out for a Mercer Island throw-in. Again, if you're here in the stadium, I don't know why you'd be listening, but they have switched sides, so that is one important thing to remember. McLean, you better remember that also. Oh, uh, no, I have not forgotten. I do know the basic <laughs> rules of soccer. The basic rules. Hey, did you check the Wikipedia page? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's amazing. All right, we got a shot on goal already. Just a little bit wide by Mia Shandefeld. If she got maybe a left-footed tip on there, that'd be in the back of the net. Avery Pruitt already came way off her line, which was definitely an error by her. But Mia Shandefeld just took full advantage, and especially as a defender. Except it looks like she might have been put up to maybe right winger. Mia Shanfell is one of those players who can play pretty much any position on the field. Maybe even goalkeeper, honestly, with her speed. But that's really just how it is tonight. And Mercer Island, a forward-thinking organization, is not afraid to plug her wherever they feel she's needed. They uh, do not play the most traditional types of soccer around here. Positional fluidity is one of the things that they've preached. Definitely, and it really goes to their advantage as Mia Shanfell, again, on this far right side, is getting some amazing touches. She has Audrey Chris in the middle. And she takes a shot straight on goal. And it was deflected by Avery Pruitt. Wow. Wow. Well, welcome back to Jungle Stadium, I guess, after the halftime. I don't know what Coach James was saying, but it got them hyped up for this half. Yeah, I don't know what was in the water in that locker room. <laughs> Not even the locker room, just outside in the rain. Were they drinking the rainwater? That could have been something. Might have been it. But Leela Jacobs is here in the middle. Leela Jacobs, Addie Waterman. Addie Waterman to Katie. Katie takes a far-out shot. And it's in the goal. It hits the crossbar, goes straight down the line twice. That was just a rocket coming from Katie Peterson. They're doing the shoe shine celebration with her friend Addie Waterman. Did you see that goal, McClain? It was out of this world. Katie Peterson draining that from what felt like a mile out. That was a super long goal. And Katie Peterson's ability to not only take shots, but, you know, get them on a goal from such a great distance has been one of her best traits as a midfielder. This is kind of feeling like deja vu from the Bellevue game that you were oh, here broadcasting with yeah. me. And again, she hit another amazing run from maybe the 20-25 yard line. Exact same thing that she did for that game, except she made it even more fancy by having it hit the crossbar, bounce down, bounce back up, and then wait right in the back of the goal. So good yeah. on you, Katie Peterson, leading these Islanders to victory right now, 3-0. Only three minutes into the second half. What was in that rainwater, McLean? I don't even want to know. <laughs> Man, it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> All right, but now that we see that, I think it got a little too crazy in the rough call to foul against the Islanders. So, looks like Hazen will have an amazing set-piece opportunity. Might not be the best in terms of shot-wise, unless maybe you had Katie Peters on our team, but... Oh, yeah. Still. Katie Peterson is uh, truly a unicorn for being able to shoot as well as she can from the distance as she can. And looks like they actually go for the shot. It's right into Katie Evans's hands. Almost slips out, but she gets it. All right, maybe Katie Peterson is not the only one with some insane shots here. Katie Peterson's only second save of the day after a full first half and five minutes. Yep, we got two Katies on this team, Katie Peterson and Evans. Evans in goal, P Peterson in the midfield usually. Peterson with the, with the goals. And Evans saves those goals, so it's great to see them both. 
Yeah, definitely. This uh, team performs way better when they're both on their game. Uh, Katie Peterson is one of those special players, uh, brings a lot of energy to the pitch every time she takes the field. Definitely, and I believe it's kind of sad, but her friend Samantha Weiss, Mercer Island's number five, is not able to play today due to an injury also. Those two play on a club team together, and boy, their chemistry is just out of this world. So put Sam Weiss, Katie Peterson, and Addie Waterman all on the same field. That's just danger for the other team. Definitely. All right, we've got a free kick down here near the 50. Addie Waterman, the usual, will be taking this. She gets a rock. The crowd is hyped up. She gets it way out into the box. Audrey Chris gets a tap on it, but it is making it into Avery Pruitt's hands. That would have been very interesting if it actually went over the keeper's head, which Definitely. it has already done this night. So, I thought it had a chance. It really did, honestly. Maybe she got a little bit more of a touch on that ball, but I guess enough was just to get it on the keeper's hands. Anyway, Hazen keeper Avery Pruitt has been tested tonight, has let in three goals, but also saved 17. 17 saves. 17 saves. All right, Statman. Mercer Island has been uh, peppering the Hazen goal with shots. The Hazen midfield has been outmatched today, and their defense has been cut through like a like like warm cheese you know, fruit with a hot ninja? knife. Yeah, like fruit ninja. Cut through, there you like go. Fruit, fruit ninja. All right, so Mukla, a couple quick questions. Has your team played Hazen yet? We have. Did you guys win? Um, multiple times, yes. Multiple times. All right, congratulations. And you can see just how dominant these Islanders teams are versus Hazen. And hopefully it will stay this way throughout this half and game as a whole. Looks like we got another foul down in the middle of the field. Ref is really favoring the Islanders tonight, i got to say. I'm not complaining. Neither am I. I don't think Addy Waterman is either. Free kick for Mercer Island here. One of their better set pieces. Mm -hmm. And if Addy Waterman is just able to get that off the bounce, which she almost did, but I guess she's going to be polite and take it regularly. She gets it way off into the box, but it is immediately booted back by a Hazen defender. But Leela Jacobs almost regains possession, but no. Have you heard this cloud, crowd, McLean? Yeah, they're into it. This is definitely a crowd. They've braved the wind and rain to show up to the jungle tonight. This is a crowd that is excited to be here. And, I'm and they're even it. more excited now because Kaylee Newcomer's in the middle of the box. And it will be a Mercer Island corner. First of the night, or not first of the night, first of the half, I believe. Yeah, and they've had a couple of corners before. They've had three, maybe four, able to score one of them. But, you know, it hasn't been an integral part of their offense. It's been one of the things they've been able to do well, but not one of the things that's, you know, happened to them often. Looks like they might take it short because Katie Peterson is there. So if they do, and if they can get that right angle on it, that might be a very dangerous corner kick for Hazen. Looks like they'll be playing it long and low, but it will be back out for another Mercer Island. Is that a throw-in or a corner kick? Still no signal. And it looks like that one will be a corner kick, too. Uh, nice. All right. <laughs> Addie Waterman's happy. This time she will take it short to Katie Peterson. Katie Peterson bringing up the middle. Katie Peterson again. Peterson's still going. She takes the shot, but it's blocked off by a defender. Addie Waterman now gets a curler in there, but it's a bit too high. Hey, if this was uh, American football, that'd be, that'd be an three. extra point. That'd be three. three. For real. Islanders now up 6-0 here at Islanders Stadium. Thanks yeah. to the field goal by Addie Waterman. That'd be, but that'd be nice. Good effort, I guess. That'd be nice. You got to laud the effort, though. Definitely. Uh, yeah. It looks like Jenna Martin and Mia Shanafelt will be playing this a little bit together on that far right side. Shanafelt gets it off her shoulder. Ref doesn't call it. Back to Audrey Chris. Chris is taken over by Hazen. 
This ball now taken. Hazen has regained possession, and they're not going to sneak it past Leela Jacob. Jacob steals the ball away, and it is booted back to about the Hazen 30-yard line. Yep, newcomers now fighting for it in the midfield. She gets knocked down. Ref will call it. All right. Oh, it looks like Peterson won't be taking this. We won't get one of those amazing shots, but maybe Waterman will do it for this. Addie Waterman has been good on that free kick so far. Her ability to execute it has been key to the Islanders' success tonight. And one of their goals also. We got a touch in the box, but it isn't enough power, and it goes straight to Avery Pruitt once again. That's, yeah, again, another notch in the save column of Avery Pruitt. She's now up to 18 on the night. And what's Katie Evans at? Two. Two, all right. <laughs> Says more about the rest of the teams than it does about these keepers, though. Yep. But I guess just mad respect for her to having 18 saves and three goals let in. 18 Still saves. not that bad of a ratio, I'll be honest with you, McLean. Yeah, I, uh, what's, uh... Six divided by seven. Six divided by seven. Anyone I don't know. know. I'm not taking a math course this quarter right now, McLean. Give me like, a break. It's, it's like 88% <laughs> or something. All right. I don't know. I'm not that good of a statistician. <laughs> AP stats? No. All right. Looks like Kaylee Newcomer will be giving the Islanders a corner kick. Another corner for the Islanders. Yep. They like uh, to favor this side, definitely. Yeah. They've been able to get a few this half. In just 10 minutes, this is already their third. And yes, we are 10 minutes into the second half. Islanders up 3-0 here on 88-9 the bridge. Addie Waterman gets an amazing, powerful shot. Looks like Hazen's the only one with heads on it, though, except for Leela Jacob, who's put down in the box. Looks like she's all right, though. Youchi. Might have just been one of those head bongs, you know, head-to-head. -head. She went down. It might have been a product of the slick turf tonight with all the rain. Definitely. But the way she went down, I am really glad she got up. <laughs> Yeah, she's had some issues with her calf within these past few games, but it looks like she's doing pretty good for her senior night. Yeah, playing through it tonight and admirably. She's been one of the best players on the field tonight. Oh, it looks like it might have been an offside for the Islanders, so now Hazen has a free kick on this far side. Islanders are dropping back. Kaisa Olsen ready on the left. Same with Newcomer. All right, Hazen's got one in the middle. They could easily take the shot. They're weaving their way through. Evans is there, though. Almost wasn't, but was there just in the nick of time. Evans is there. Carly Johnson nearly added another shot to her resume tonight. Mm -hmm. Katie Evans, though, coming up clutch. With uh, three aggressive saves? Aggressive on her third save. Third save of the night. All right, how are you feeling with this, Mukta? Only um, 10 minutes in. Well, there there hasn't been a lot of activity near the Islanders' side of the goal, so I'm not too sure how to be feeling about that. Um, but I do see that the Hazen goalkeeper has had a lot of saves so far, and I think that's a good sign on our half. Definitely. And again, another Mercer on corner. These set pieces, Hazen can't just keep giving them to us. Set pieces are what we're good at. We're either really, really good at them or really, really bad at them. And in this game, we are amazing at them. We have... Two of our goals have come from set pieces. Definitely. It's been Jekyll and Hyde with these set pieces so far this season. But it's uh, all Jekyll tonight. Mercer Island has been amazing. Definitely. Katie Peterson sends a bit too much power on that corner kick. It makes it to the other corner on the other side wow. of the field. But it will be a goal kick now for Hazen. Good effort by Katie Peterson, but it will give Hazen the possession back. Then again, Hazen really hasn't had that much possession this game. That's definitely true. They... Uh, at risk of jinxing the Islanders, Hazen needs all the help they can get. Definitely. 
And Katie Peterson, again, fighting for that. She gets a really good slide. Yeah, she plays with fire, Katie Peterson. Can't do enough here as Hazen regains possession. Not Kaisa so fast. Olsen. Kaisa Olsen zooming through the box. Kaisa Olsen checking in. She's had a relatively quiet night on her senior night. Until uh, just now. She just turned on the Jets. Yeah, uh, Hazen has been mostly avoiding her side of the field in favor of that far side. Mm -hmm. But, you know, she uh, gets foot on ball and is able to do great things. All right, looks like we might be having a sub come in soon for the Islanders. Mac Hamilton, the senior, and maybe even Georgia Samuels for the Islanders are both looking like they're warming up and getting ready to go within this cold, rainy night here at Islander Stadium. Yeah, and with the weather uh, so harsh tonight, it'll be interesting to see how Mercer Island uses the bench as we get into the 30th, 40th minutes of this half. Newcomer gets a great throw into the box. Shanafel's there. Can Shanafel get a touch? No, she, she does, but it goes right off. The Hazen defender. Wow. Good defensive play there. You just got to tip your cap. Mm -hmm. Hazen's still in control. Hazen boots it up, trying to clear it. But it looks like it might have been out of bounds. No, actually, wait. Blown dead, still awaiting a signal. Looks like Mia Shanafelt might be waving to the trainer. Oh, that's not good. Is she waving? Man, I was just I was just going to go into a little spiel about roster depth and how Mercer Island can, you know, use every player on their roster to keep fresh legs on the pitch. Yep, but I uh, guess Georgia Samuels will now be coming on for Shanafelt after she's waved off. Without Mia Shanafelt, one of the key juniors contributors on this team, uh, that that depth will be tested even more. Yep. Yeah. Looks uh, like she got a really hard hit to the chest. Hopefully she's okay. Hopefully just yeah. the wind was knocked out of her and she'll recover quickly. Well wishes to her. Mm -hmm. Looks like Mac Hamilton will be coming off the pine for the Islanders. Take yep. her spot. Actually, I believe, yeah, mm -hmm. Mac Hamilton came on for Kaylee Newcomer, Georgia Samuels for Mia Chanifel. Right. But we had a double sub. Got a cross into the middle. Audrey Chris is there. Not enough, though. Hamilton again. Chris maybe? No, not enough, though. Oof. Hazen's there before her. Mac Hamilton almost getting on the stat sheet again right after entering the game. Mm -hmm. And looks like they're just going to pass it back to Katie Evans just to be safe here. Wow. Evans gets a good old boot. Long pass to the goalie. Mm -hmm. Evans to Patella. Now Evans to Peterson this time. Peterson's just snaking her way through the midfield. Nothing to do. Can't really stop her. She gets a big old strong ball up there. Audrey Chris is there, but the ball's just too fast. And that one gloved by the keeper. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, what are your opinions so far, Mukta? Um, It's looking like a really, really exciting second half um, with a goal just missing the uh, goal by uh, Little Feet Up. Um, a lot of energy. Definitely. And Audrey Chris almost made it 4-0. She had the ball. She outsmarted the keeper, but only put it just a little too high. She was able to aim that a little bit lower. That would have been perfect. Yeah, just over the top of the crossbar there. Couldn't sink it. Goal kick now for Hazen. Will Hazen be straight to Peterson. Stopped by Katie Peterson. Peterson running it up. She favors that left side, as we can see. Left side again. Can she get the cross in there? She has people in the box. But she's kind of getting tussled around. If she gets shoved... Uh, if she gets pushed down, it could easily be a penalty for the Islanders. And if it was kind enough, they'd give it to Chris. Kaisa Olsen. 
Wasn't almost takes a shot. I don't really know how to describe that, but it was probably a shot. Might have been shanked. Yes, it might have even been an attempted cross, but didn't get enough curve on there. Yeah, it's another consequence of the wet ball. Yep, back in the middle for Jenna Martin. Jenna Martin's had a really slow game so far. She's playing on that right side, where obviously Katie Peterson favors the left. So really, not too much energy for her. But Mimi Patella on the other side has really been commanding this defense with the help of Adi Waterman and. I guess Kaisa Olsen. Mercer Allen throwing here on the far side of the field. Yeah, it's and Hazen's been really doing this to themselves every time they get down onto Mercer Island's half of the pitch. They've been gifting them these throw-ins, free kicks, all these penalties and stuff. Exactly. Mental mistakes have beaten Hazen almost as much as the on-field product. Mm -hmm. Looks like Shanafel's all right. So hopefully she'll be coming back on once she's fit. Again, Hazen's... The ball is on Mercer Island's side of the field. Oh, not for much longer. Now that I say that, Kaisa Olsen turned on the Jets. is driving up that left side. She's got Katie Peterson. She's just going to solo it. Doesn't yeah. successfully do it, but she does make it all the way back to Hazen's side. It appears that after mostly avoiding Kaisa Olsen's half of the field for much of the first half, they're now deciding to test her after some halftime adjustments have been made, and the senior defender is punishing them for mm. it. She's uh, laughing, though, there on that far side. She's talking with the bench. bench is laughing. They're like, whoa, you really just went for that, Kaisa? And she's like, yes, I did. Yeah. They're getting hyped up on the field. And, you know, in fairness, if there was one player I'd pick to take it coast to coast, I'd definitely take Kaisa Olsen. Definitely. A really positionally fluid defender. She's got all the skills of a midfielder back there at, mm -hmm. at the defensive position. And really, Kaisa Olsen could probably be put in a defensive mid position, and she'd do really well with it. Definitely. Except for I guess she'll just be t staying in her maybe left center back. The ball is now to Katie Peterson in the middle. Peterson again, except for the ref will finally call a foul. It took him a little while. He shows a yellow. Yellow a to yellow. Mercer Island. For Mercer Island. Oh, man. Looks like someone from Hazen will also be being subbed off after that foul. Might have been a quick little injury knock up. Again, you know, our best wishes to the injured player. We hope they're okay. Actually, excuse me. That was not an injury. She was the one with the yellow, so she Ooh. was then escorted off. Wow. I rarely see any yellows in high school sports here, but that was kind of a surprise. I thought we knocked her over, but huh. other way around. Interesting call there. Definitely rough, but great call by the ref, I guess. But Addie Waterman will now take it. Addie Waterman now taking her time. I guess they're just trying to run down the clock. Yeah, 20 minutes left this game, three quarters of it in the books already. Nothing too much happening right now. It looks like the ref is having a chat with one of the coaches. Maybe one of those moments where like, hey, you got to tell your players to calm down. Well, how are they supposed to calm down on their senior night? Like, yeah. thank you, ref, for the effort, but still. We'll turn to the back to the field as Addie Waterman kicks it. She's got to chip in there. Georgia Samuels. Addie Waterman takes a shot from far out. Addie Waterman, too high. Over the top. Mm -hmm. Not those three points from American football, but... Just pulled it. With 21 minutes left to go in the half, I must ask our most recent soccer player on mic tonight, how do you keep your uh, energy up in these long, rainy games as we enter the uh, unofficial fourth quarter of the game here? Well, it, sometimes it gets really difficult to stay focused, especially when the clock is ticking and you're starting to get tired. But the points when you're most stimulated and most energetic to get to the ball is 
when you see the ball in your hindsight and when it's coming towards you and when you know that you're the one who's going to have to do something about it, that's when you start to get really energetic and you you run as fast as you can and it doesn't really feel like there's something stopping you. So I think that that energy that comes at the last moment can really help these players get in a lot of good passes and good goals. So staying near the ball is key for the Islanders here as they look to slam the door on this one, nursing a 3 nothing lead with 20 minutes to play. Audrey Chris gets a chip in there. Blocked off by Hazen, though. The thing is, uh, the Islanders have had so many chances, and Hazen has blocked so many of those. Yet, really, they've just it's been outweighed by the number of chances that the Islanders have had. You've got to give Hazen some credit for the amount of plays and blockages they've had. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Mercer Island has taken a lot of shots. They've missed a lot of shots. And, wow. How many shots do we have on record for tonight, McLean? Uh, we have a lot of shots that have gone over, and I'm... But let's just say that Avery Pruitt, the uh, Hazen keeper, has 21 saves. That is a lot of saves. It sure <laughs> is. Especially for only three quarters. All yeah. right, we got people up on the right side. To the cross in the middle. It almost makes it to the back of the net, but just a little bit. Wow. Mia Fisher, who just checked into the game in Mercer Island's last round of substitution, probably some fresh legs looking mm -hmm. to take the pitch. One Couldn't of her very first touches, one. definitely, for this game. And she just automatically almost, almost puts it in the back of the net. Good on her. Mia Shanafel, a junior. Mia Shanafel, excuse me, Mia Fisher, a junior. Yeah, and it's, uh, you know, sports are a family affair for the Fishers. Uh, her brother Mitch will be playing football tomorrow night. Ooh, all right. It's an away game, isn't it? It's an away game, so he'll be on the bus. All right. But, yeah, the Fishers are an athletic bunch. Mm -hmm. Katie Peterson is trying to deny a bunch of Hazen players a shot on goal, and she does that successfully. Just the sixth touch of the night for Katie Evans as that pass goes back to the goalie. Excuse me, seventh touch. Still six or seven. It really just shows how little playtime, or not even playtime, just excitement Katie Evans has had, thanks to this Mercer Island defense. Yeah, I, I wonder what she's thinking about down there. Like, hmm, I wonder... Uh, hey, am I getting Chinese takeout or maybe pizza tomorrow night for dinner? Yeah, let's take it for dinner after the game. I, I was wonder. like, oh no, I have a physics test tomorrow. What am I going to do? Oh wait, oh, back to the game, I guess. No. <laughs> so it's one of those moments there in the sad lonely keeper box for now, but I guess it's a good thing, which means your team's doing well. Yeah, definitely. It, uh, you know, when you see a goalie with a super clean jersey, super clean gloves... That means that your team has had a pretty good night. Definitely. And, like, especially if we were playing it on grass field, no mud or anything. She's having a good time then. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. All right. Hazen's having another one of their triple sub, I guess. Yeah. How'd Hazen is uh, going to the bench. They're not the deepest team. Their roster, uh, you know, only has a little more than one and a half dozen players. But they're using all of them, trying to keep the freshest bodies on the pitch. Definitely. And really, it's just kind of insane to see... And the thing is, Mercer Island has that depth, like you said, and they really don't need to sub out that much. Their players have an incredible endurance, which has been shown throughout, like, Leela, Jacob, Addie Waterman, Kaisa Olsen. They really haven't gotten subs this game, and they're still playing at the very top level right now. Definitely. Endurance and positional flexibility are the two uh, markers of a good Mercer Island soccer player. All their contributors have... 
you know, skills that don't fit a single position and the endurance to play, hold the pitch for 60 minutes of soccer or more. 80 minutes, actually, but still. Oh, no, you do get a sub at the end when you're up True. three. When you're up three nothing. Three nothing, you might get a sub, but three nothing. still. I should, I should say uh, 64 minutes as the clock continues to tick down yes. on this one. Just 16 minutes to go in this mm -hmm. affair. Looks like the refs getting a little mad at the Islanders for trying to take a throw in five yards ahead of where it actually went out of play but yeah that's that'll be noticeable yeah Eddie waterman tried to pull a fast one but looks like we're all in the clear now again islanders pushing hazen backfires though really looks like, looks like hazen might have found their rhythm that's not a good thing for the islanders but actually no they say that i might say that more often so the islanders regain possession yeah georgia samuels gets a ball in there a little too fast though for audrey chris maybe put a little less power on there would have been straight to audrey chris we might have had a good old opportunity for the islanders and Avery Pruitt's busy night continues. Definitely. And it's really just hard to see this. Like, the Islanders have not had that much opportunity here within these past five minutes. They better keep pressing that gas pedal here, McLean, don't you yeah, think? Yeah, definitely. I mean, up up 3 nothing. they better be looking to slam the door. I mean, really? this, is, this is looking like uh, has the potential to be a choke job for the Islanders. Definitely. And seriously, it could be like 6-0 right now, 7-0, What do you think of McPuck? Um, especially if it's up 3-0, they probably do want to give it into their all and try to get as many goals as they can. But at the same time, at a score where it's 3 nothing, they also probably would take it a little easier, have more fun, Definitely. switch around positions a little maybe. And I think they just did that. Abby Orndorff came on for, of course, our captain, Audrey Chris. And Abby Orndorff usually plays in the midfield, but she just went pushed up into a striker position. So maybe she wants some goals here tonight versus Hazen. Yeah, I mean, it's her senior night, so they're probably just going to let her do whatever she wants. Definitely. And as we say, that Mimi Patella just puts it all out there for Hazen. Again, nothing too exciting right now. We're kind of in that void zone area playtime here in this soccer game. Maybe got those three minutes of where not too much excitement happens, and it's kind of been showing right now. The ball's back on Mercer Island's half. And really, if... I guess it looks like Hannah Savoy took that ball, but if she wasn't there right now, it could have been the hands, or not even the hands, the feet of the Hazen player. Definitely, yeah. As this ball cleared. The ball hit the trainer cart. Hopefully everything's okay in there. Yeah, I'm glad that thing's got a roof on it. Definitely. Yeah, especially for right now in the rain. Roof and a windshield too. Mm -hmm. And again, another substitution for Hazen. That's all they've kind of been doing within these past few minutes. I guess they've just been recharging their players, subbing out, just trying to get as many fresh legs on the pitch as possible, and they're going to need it here with only 14 minutes plus a little bit of extra time here. Hazen will use the bench again. Mm -hmm. Hazen's doing their best, I guess, and they have those multiple substitution rotations, and really, Mercer Island doesn't need those. They got the endurance that they need, and that's all they need. They got the 3-0 up there. They're having some freshmen, some underclassmen come on right now even though it's senior night, and that really just shows how much confidence they have in themselves and how much they can put on the field right now. Yeah, 13 minutes to play in this uh, wet affair at the Jungle Stadium. This game so far, it's uh, been an, uh, an Islanders dominance for about the first 50 minutes, but these last 15 or so 
have been a much more contentious. Quiet, I guess. It's been much more contentious. Hazen has had some possessions for longer than 60 seconds or so. Mm -hmm. And Mercer Island has only had a couple of shots that had any real chance of going in. And really, honestly, it just hasn't had as much potential as it really could have. I was excited for the second half. Looks like Mercer Island was just going to keep going and going and going when Katie Peterson scored that maybe two minutes after halftime or second half started. And really, they just haven't been given as much energy as they could be. Yeah, I think even up 3 nothing, I would be willing to call Katie Peterson's uh, strike a dagger. Uh, but I think that with the way Hazen's been playing, they've really improved in these last few minutes. Definitely. I think Mercer Island is still uh, needs another nail in the coffin. And I think it's going to just be that eventually. We have so many different players out here. It's not the same starting lineup that we had in the first half. And again, it looks like it might even be a free kick. Or we've got a free kick for Hazen after a foul was committed. So Mercer Island, one of their first really notable mental errors mm -hmm. of the second half. They've played a pretty clean half thus yeah, far. Yeah, it's a very dangerous area. They get a very good curve in the top. Goes right over. That one. Katie Evans wasn't worried about that at all. She knew it was going over, so she didn't even bother going for it. Clears, and she just watched it like an outfielder watching a no-doubter home run fly over the Definitely. fence. We've had a few of those so far. They're yeah. just going all the way over. Definitely. Wet ball and its consequences, you know? Definitely. And seriously, just a quick little shout-out to the ball girls here that we have. We always have a different little set here every single home game. They help out, collect all those balls, especially with the wet and slippery, and they just go everywhere, as you can see. Oh, definitely. Looks like Mercer Island is trying to appeal a foul. Looks like they're not going to get the call yeah. here. I would imagine this game being a 3 nothing blowout does not help matters much. Yep, and especially Hannah Zavoy, the freshman. She's mad. She did not commit a foul. That's what she believes, but Ref, on the other hand, is saying otherwise. And again, they have that same little set-piece area. Is she going to go for goal again? She could. And she will. But again, same thing. Just goes over the crossbar. What was your line earlier about home runs from McLean? Over the crossbar, and all Katie Evans had to do was watch. <laughs> like an outfielder watching a no-doubt exactly. flying Thank over you. the fence. Right, that's kind of interesting. They got Mimi Vitella taking the free kick. Or not free kick, excuse me, goal, goal kick. kick. And really, just... What position do you play, Mukba? Um, I have played a lot of different positions, but in the one game I actually played this season, I have been playing winger, and after that, I got an injury and oh. have not played since. That's unfortunate, but still, wingers are going to be fun. Who knows, you could be the next Addie Waterman or Audrey Chris, for that matter. Yeah, well, uh, hoping your recovery is mm -hmm. speedy and full, and maybe eventually you won't have to spend these games up here in the broadcast booth. And down on the field itself. All right, we got a substitution. You know who's coming on and off? We got Hannah Savoy, the freshman, coming off. And, of course, our Thunder throw favorite, Mia Nakano, is now on as a right back. Mia Nakano, an empty stat sheet for her tonight. So it'll be interesting to see what she contributes mm -hmm. so far. She started, yet yeah, didn't have that much action. As, as you can see, the Islanders like to favor this left side when she's playing the right, sadly. Kaisa Olsen on fire once again. This is maybe the fourth time this night. And she just goes for it, and she does such a good job. And she's so, look at that speed, McLean. Definitely one of the fastest and most aggressive defensemen uh, this this Islanders roster has. Uh, she has looked for stretches like the best player on the field far and away. Mm -hmm. And I've seen that. I believe just those conversations. Just imagine them. Her and Leela Jacobs. She's probably telling Leela, "Hey, I'm going to go for it. You step back to my position for, for just a second. I'll be back." 
And yet that's exactly what happened there. She took the ball, she brought it up. Leela Jacobs was there to fill the hole. And once everything returned to play, they switched back. So really, if they keep that up, it could be dangerous for Hazen. Mia Fisher on the far right. Mia Fisher in the box. Fisher in the box again, but it is cleared out by the defensemen's. We got a long-range shot by Addy Waterman. The and goalkeeper gets a touch on it. Addy Waterman had an amazing shot, shot but an amazing save by Avery Pruitt. And maybe even just like a fingertip on that, a fingernail, honestly. Yeah, her, to get it her out. fourth on the day, and it pushes just wide of the post. Mm -hmm. uh, and that is save number 22 for Avery Pruitt. And really, you can just see the stress on that goalkeeper's face as someone who used to play that position. You can just maybe see that little, just, I don't know, that fingertip. A fingertip is just all it takes to keep that ball out of the net. And really, that's what Hazen had to do just now. Georgia Samuel is now on the counterattack. Georgia Samuels. Goes straight to Avery Pruitt's hands once again. So much action right now for Avery. And really, it's not that good for her, but that's about it, I guess. Yeah, that was a shot by senior Abby Orndorff. Yeah, uh, senior Abby Orndorff getting on the stat sheet. You're listening to KMIH Mercer Island. We are 88.9 The Bridge, home for music and conversations that spans generations. And right now, girls soccer at the jungle. Yes, thank you, McLean, for that quick little station ID. Got eight minutes left here. Scores up 3-0 Islanders senior night. And really, we're just waiting for Audrey Chris to get subbed back on so she can possibly have another chance at a goal. Yeah, maybe getting a goal on the stat sheet would be great for her. Four just uh, seven minutes left, just over seven minutes left in this one. Mm -hmm. And Audrey Chris still uh, surfing the pine for the Islanders. Yes, I believe she'll get subbed back on. You can see all the players down there with their rain jackets, which and she doesn't have it on. She has a little bit of a penny in her hand which means she will probably be coming on sometime soon. Yeah, her minutes on the bench are numbered. Kaisa Olsen again gets an opportunity. He <laughs> blasts right into the JV coach, Aaron, but Ooh, wow. Aaron's able to blast it. Audrey Chris is back on, speak of the devil. Audrey Chris is coming back on, as is Liv Tellerman. Yep, Mia Shanifelt, or excuse me, Mia Fisher will be coming off also, and Georgia Samuels. As it looks like Mercer Island will be entering their full clock kill offense with just over six minutes to play in this mm -hmm. one. Some seniors will be checking back into the game. Definitely, especially on their senior night. they got to make the most of this game. It's probably going to be pretty emotional for them. Oh, definitely. Really, they can come to all the boys' games they want, but this is going to be the last time that they're playing on this pitch at home in front of the crowd. And it's great that they had this opportunity, especially with COVID, but we are still here today. Now as we say that, Liv Tellerman's there challenging. Audrey Chris is behind her if she needs the support. But it goes out for a Mercer Island throw-in. That ball just cleared by Hazen. Hey, and hey, once hey. again, they've been able to defend Mercer Island's Look chances Look what time it is. It's a thunder better. throw. Did you see that, McLean? I did. Thunder throw by Mianacano. One of the biggest ones of the night so far. Some mustard on that ball. <laughs> I would uh, not want to be in the way of that one. Mm -hmm. You got a bunch of power on that. Mukta, do you have anybody specific on your team that can just really make those thunder throws? I think mostly anyone who plays defense can make a really good thunder throws, and that's part of the reason why they're there in the first place <laughs> yes, as I well. Yes, I guess so. Just those, I guess, left or right back. Sometimes the centers, but mostly the wing backs, I guess, are the ones who make it amazing. And again, Addy Waterman. Or no, excuse me, that was Miyanakano again. Amazing throw. Katie Peters in the middle. She could have taken that shot. Lila Jacob might. She's kind of setting up for it. Lila Jacob back to the defenseman. Katie Peterson, some silence down the field. 
And over to Addie Waterman. As it looks like the play is not blown dead. Everyone was just still. Mm -hmm. Oh, we got Mac Hamilton on the inside. She's not there in time, though. Again, the crowd's kind of getting silent. They know what time it is. It's five minutes left in this half. Islanders up 3-0. I think this is just as good as this game could be right now, honestly. We've had a little bit of slowness in this half. Definitely. This but is the tightest 3-0 game I've ever seen. Honestly, definitely. And really, just Kaisa Olsen's kind of arguing for the ball to be theirs, but I guess it will be a Hazen throw-in. Hazen's taking it up immediately. Get it to the middle. This turf is slippery, McLean. I've seen maybe Definitely. two or three people go down within the past three minutes. Definitely, yeah. It's, it's tough to keep your feet. I mean, this was my field for a long time. I couldn't stay upright in football cleats. I don't <laughs> know why these kids would be able to do it in soccer cleats, especially mm -hmm. playing a game that requires so much more agility. Definitely. Adder Warman gets on. I don't even know if that was a shot. No, not a shot. Not even a shot. I think I think it's just a clearance back up. Just a, just a boot, honestly. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, Hazen's midfielders, defenders allowed it to roll all the way back to the goalie. Yep. And they really can't be letting that happen sometimes because who knows, Islanders could easily follow that. We have people with speed. we got Katie Peters and Kaisa Olsen. Really just everybody on this team has some insane speed that really should not be underestimated here. Definitely some fast players. But I'll say this. Uh... The goalkeeper for Hazen, Avery Pruitt, has had an amazing game tonight. She's really uh, played well. You know, you might say she let three goals in, but she also saved 22. And if you remember correctly, within the first half, she had this amazing right middle diving save. And if we had one of those highlight reels, that would definitely be in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's made plays that I've seen professional goalkeepers uh, bungle. Definitely. So props to her on that. Yeah, she's been far and away the best Hazen Highlander on the field tonight. Agreed. And maybe if we got a goal scorer from Hazen, that'd be there, but Avery Pruitt just has taken that role. Definitely. Back in the box for Hazen. Katie Peterson takes a shot. And Hits the crossbar. Just off the crossbar. It's a very interesting angle. She took it with her left instead of her right, which really brought to her downfall on that shot. It got the curl that it needed in there, but it just hit that crossbar instead. Really, these Islanders are just loving the crossbar today. Specifically, Katie Peterson, she scored one off a crossbar. Yeah. Seriously, I think she'd be the one to win that crossbar challenge at soccer practice, if you know what I mean. Oh, definitely. Kaisa Olsen might just tip this back to Katie Evans. She chooses not to, puts it back up the field. Drills it. Wow. Big old kick. Yep. Again, more boot ball in the field, except for now Mimi Batella is there trying to shut down Hazen. Hazen almost gets another foot on there just for a shot, but... Katie Evans is there. Mimi Patel is there to just shield that Hazen player. Keep Katie Evans safe there. Solid defensive play. A well-defended ball by the Islanders. Agreed. And really just Katie Peterson again. Katie Peterson, Audrey Chris. Back to Katie Peterson. Those two. They also have Leela Jacob. And guys, the Olsen, they just have everybody ready to go on this play. Now Mac Hamilton's here up on this left. Hamilton isn't able to control it enough, though. Let's it slip out. That was, right. That's a tough ball to corral. And again, we are inside of two minutes. As uh, longtime fans of Islanders soccer know, there is an obscure rule in Kinko soccer. Under two minutes, time is kept on the field on the referee's stopwatch. Nobody in this stadium, other than the man in yellow, actually knows how much time is left. Katie Peters, an amazing shot, an amazing save by Avery Pruitt. Gets another left-footed shot right into the middle of the box. Almost there in the goal, but the hands of Avery Pruitt were there to stop it. Almost 4-0 for the Islanders. Avery Pruitt's 25th save 25 of the day. 25 saves. That might be a career high for her. Leela Jacob, far out shot. 
too high and too wide. And, yeah, it's it, it had Pruitt on the move, though. That was not one of those no-doubters from before. Agreed. That one was close. Could have snuck in with a little more knuckle on it. Yes, and we will be doing a quick little post-game show and let you guys be on your way here. Looks like the score is still Islanders 3, Hazen 0 here on 88 on the bridge. Islanders Jungle Stadium and Senior Night. Yeah, and these last few minutes of soccer, the Islanders have been playing great. They've kept the ball for possession, for long possession. They've not allowed Hazen to hold it for very long. And they've been, they've been feeding the slot and getting shots on goal. Seriously, the Islanders, they'll leave it all out in the field right now. You have maybe less than a minute to play. It's your Senior Night. Get it all done now. Definitely, yeah. I mean, it's not like there's a tomorrow. Definitely. Well, there is technically, but they won't have another home game, sadly. Yeah, I mean, it's not like there's another game they could be playing for. This True. is the night to leave it all out on the field. Agreed. And unfortunately, they got to keep doing that because the ball's back on their side of the field. Yeah, big boot from Hazen, and then the ball glanced out off an Islander. Give Hazen a throw in, and this ball cleared. Katie Peterson, all the way back to the keeper, who comes way off her line. It's drilled. Had to have been 60 yards of travel on that ball. Mm -hmm. At least. Hazen's trying to get that one final push. Will they be able to successfully do it, or will these Islanders keep it in? Again, on the far right side, Hazen might have a chance to wrap this game up. Kaisa Olsen is there, though. Not enough people in the box. Hazen gets a shot, but it is wide. That is their best opportunity this entire game, honestly. Easily Hazen's best opportunity. Still. And that is... That is game for Mercer Island Senior Night. Again, this is Sophia McLean, Anna Mukta. Earlier we had also Gabe on the mic. Islanders have won 3-0 at their Senior Night with goals from Katie Peterson and two others that we'll recap in the recap show. We'll give you guys a tune to listen to, and we will be right back here on 88.9 The Bridge. Welcome back, everyone, with an amazing victory here at Islanders Jungle Stadium. I'm here joined by Mukta and McLean for a quick little post-game show. Islanders up 3-0 during their senior night. How are you guys doing after this game? I'm feeling great. It's amazing here. Mukta, any excitement here? I'm very high in energy. I'm super excited that we won on senior night. Definitely. That yes, was a convincing great. victory for the Islanders, too. There were times when the game looked a little closer to even, but still... A Stellar performance from the Islanders. They Especially. played, I'd say, 70 minutes of the best soccer of their season. Honestly, agreed. They were great. They were great. We've done a lot of broadcasts together, McLean, but this, this one's got to be a top so far. If you, ignore like, if you ignore, like, the minute 20 to minute 10 of the last half, I think was this was the most complete definitely. effort they've ever had. They knew it was their senior night, last home game of the season until maybe next year. These seniors getting emotional. They got everything. They got the flowers. They got the gifts. And most importantly, two out of those three goals were scored by our senior captains. All right. Want to recap that, recap that for us, McLean? Take it. Well, one sco all score, all goals were scored by Leela Jacob, Addie Waterman, and Katie Peterson. Yep. And really, Katie Peterson is one of those players who could easily be a senior captain next year, filling those incredible shoes of Audrey Chris. Audrey Chris, unfortunately, did not score today, but she had so many opportunities. I think it's safe to say that she made up for that. Audrey Chris may, might not have sunk one today, but it was not for lack of trying. She tied for the team lead with seven shots on goal. 
herself and midfielder Katie Peterson each had seven. I'd say that's your stat of the game right there, just to uh, show how dominant these Islanders were. Addie Waterman also, uh, you know, uh, not, not, not even a striker able to get four notches on the stat sheet, and Kaylee Newcomer, uh, able to change positions, move up to a midfielder, got two. Definitely, and really, Kaylee Newcomer, Katie Peterson, and just all those juniors, including Mia Shanifal, just eventually going to be brought up to seniors next year. That is going to be one strong Islanders team you're going to want to be afraid of. And I think just to be safe about this, and you said stats earlier, don't forget those save statistics. Just oh, compare definitely. the goalkeepers for me, will you, McLean? Uh, Avery Pruitt, the Hazen keeper. On 28 shots on goal for the Islanders, saved 25 and let in three, as well as uh, including some great saves. Despite uh, having those three goals let in, that's still an amazing ratio for yeah. the keeper. Katie Evans had a much quieter night. Th had a shutout, only saved three. Yeah, well, three's good. That means Islanders are playing amazing, that amazing defensive line. All right, I think we're going to wrap this up here with this amazing senior night. Do you want to give me your MVP, Amukba? My MVP was definitely Katie Peterson with all that amazing footwork as a midfielder and that amazing shot at goal. Definitely. Katie Peterson was great, but the player who had the most presence for the Islanders was Audrey Chris. She had every intangible as well as a lot of the tangibles. Sure, she didn't get a goal, uh, but every time that uh, she touched the ball on the Hazen side of the pitch, you could see them start to panic. All right, I'm going to one-up you right there, McLean. But my player of the game, Addie Waterman, hands down, no questions asked. Addie Waterman's got a goal and an assist this entire game. She had one, I believe, for the very first uh, free-kick goal. She was the one that took that free-kick. She has some amazing power on that shot. And really, that could take her far in the future if she is looking to get recruited for, for, for colleges. So really, just congrats to all of these Islanders. Any last words here on the broadcast? Uh, no, you said it. couldn't have said it better myself. Yep, all right. I think this is going to be it here. We got Mukta McLean, formerly Gabe, and now Sophia here on the mic. First round senior night here at Jungle Stadium. Islanders up 3-0. You are listening to 88.9 The Bridge. Tune in for more sports, live music, and just shows right here on 88.9 The Bridge.